Blog Talk Radio. Welcome one and all to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. I'm your host, the founder of Parkinson's Recovery. Parkinson's Recovery was dedicated now 10 years ago to provide information, support, and resources to individuals who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's disease and their family members. In celebration of our 10th anniversary, I just opened up today our new website, which consolidates many of the programs that we offer. And the actual address is easy to remember. The address that has the, the connection to the radio show and the blog and, and a lot of the other free informational resources is parkinsonsrecovery.com. This new website is also easy to remember. It's parkinsonsrecovery.me for me. So visit it. You'll see many, many different kinds of programs that we've created. One of the challenges that people have confronted me with is that they found it difficult to find information about all of these many different programs. I created a separate website for each of these programs. So we had about 35 or 40 different websites that contained the information about each, which was confusing to me. So in celebration of our 10 years of activity, and providing support to individuals who currently experience Parkinson's symptoms, we've created this new website, www.parkinsonsrecovery.me. And in celebration of the 10th anniversary, if you decide any of those programs would would help jumpstart your own journey down the road to recovery, simply on the shopping cart, enter the coupon code JULY, J-U-L-Y, for a 10% discount on anything, aquas, on the programs, on the memberships, on anything. And we've got everything covered there on the website. I have an exciting radio show for you today. My guest is Elizabeth Armentino Berg. She is a certified personal trainer from the University of Michigan, Maine, Lifeline in 2002. She's also a certified Kripalu yoga instructor, and she began work with Parkinson's back in the year 2006. So she, too, has almost been helping individuals for an entire decade. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being with us as a guest on the show today. Thank you, Robert. I'm very excited to be on the show. And uh, I just do want to say that the pronunciation is Kripalu Yoga. And uh, the certification I did was at the University of Southern Maine in Portland, Maine. And so Kripalu, for those of you who want to do any searches, is K-R-I-P-A-L-U. Elizabeth, tell us all about yourself. Well, um, as you said, I have been working with Parkinson's patients and their families and caregivers for almost 10 years, so we are very close in celebration here, um, and congratulations to you on your 10-year mark. Um, And I live in a really beautiful area in southern Maine, um, right near the beach, and I really enjoy this area and the people of Maine. Um, I like to be outside as much as I can, and Doing yoga outside is definitely uh, my preferred place. 
And also, uh, I like to read and go for long walks and all that good stuff, too, and go camping with friends. That seems to be a big thing going on this summer. So basically just enjoying the summer right now. It's a beautiful day out there today. Well, you are living in a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, it's really amazing. It's quite a beautiful place, especially in the summer. (laughs) Right. Well, you've been working with individuals who currently experience Parkinson's symptoms for almost a decade now. How did all of this start for you? Well, similar to other stories that I've heard, when other people have found their calling, um, I didn't choose it, and I really feel like it, it chose me. I was working at a gym as a trainer, and started working with people with Parkinson's disease simply because they were walking through the door looking for help uh, relieving their symptoms. And a neurologist had just moved to the area, excuse me, and he began sending people to the gym. So I initially was honestly quite fearful um, having any information about Parkinson's disease and I had pretty much decided when I completed my training that I did not want to work with any kind of special population with, you know, I didn't want to work with high risk and elderly. I was just really feeling like nervous about that population. So this started just happening and instead of letting my fear take hold, I decided to embrace it and try it out, and I got support from all of the people at the gym and also from the neurologist who I inquired um, about more information so I could feel a little more comfortable working with folks that are a little, you know, they have a higher risk of falling and things like that, those kinds of things that were really making me nervous. And just through, you know, taking people through exercises and yoga and slowing down the breath and getting them to relax, I really noticed a lot of changes in people right there on the spot, you know. And I got so much good feedback from people. So that kind of, you know, I had these cheerleaders that were really encouraging me to keep going and They really were enjoying what I was doing and getting results. So people were feeling like their tremors were less at the end of the yoga class. And if we were just doing strength training, they would feel stronger and taller and just more more connected to their bodies. So all the different components, I just kind of worked them all together and developed uh, PD Yoga for Me is what I call it just similar to your new website. (laughs) Uh, There are obviously many different approaches to yoga. Discuss the specific techniques that you use when working with Parkinson's clients. What makes your classes different from a class for, for example, the general population? Probably the most noticeable thing would be the pace. Um, The pace is very, very slow. It's almost like 
slow motion. You know, if you walked into a class, you might think, oh, is this Tai Chi? Because it has that sort of slow, flow movement going on. So that gives people the time because they need, you know, they need extra time to really connect with the moves that they're making. And so moving in slow motion really gives people the time to fully connect with whatever movement it is that we're doing. And so there's no pressure. They don't feel rushed. They don't feel like, you know, that that kind of, you know, stress is taken right out of out of the class because we're doing yoga and I don't want to stress people out. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, so that's probably the, the biggest difference. Um, and then the other thing is I do as much hands-on um, help as I as I can, and you know, as long as the person is okay with that. So basically, if say for example someone were to be reaching their arms up overhead, they would be encouraged to only stay in the range that felt good without added pain. But if if allowed, I would come next to them or behind them and just gently give a little bit of a tactile cue. So often what happens when you give a tactile cue is they respond so much more to that movement than without it. So they tend to get another few inches out of that reach or whatever it is we're doing so that they're better able to benefit from the pose and the movements and that type of thing. There are some images on the... There are some images on the radio show page, too, of you working directly with clients. Yes. Yeah, I really found that the tact touching the shoulders and the arms, it just, it's amazing how much it helps. And also, it, it um, so instead of, say, lifting the arms from underneath, sometimes I would put my hands on top of their arms and say, press into my hands. So that is giving them the cue, but it's also allowing them to connect with those muscles more, to get a little bit more lift themselves, and then they feel empowered. Oh, I did that. That feels great. So it really helps that mind-body connection. Right. In light of your 10 years' experience working with individuals with Parkinson's symptoms, what, in your experience, is the most important factor or are the most important factors you have seen that influence the health of persons with Parkinson's symptoms? Definitely regular exercise and water. Those two things I, <clears throat> excuse me, I talk about a lot. <laughs> so I find that uh, most people learn better with repetition. So people in my classes hear me say that exercise, water, and breathing. Um, and the regular exercise has made such a huge impact on people's lives and the caregivers and family members as well. Um, so and what I include in that you know, regular exercise, that would mean cardiovascular, so either walking or riding a bike, stationary or otherwise, strength and balance training, flexibility, and that could be yoga or tai chi or just stretching, um, agility to help help you better, you know, continue to move around and do things like pivot and change changing positions can be challenging, so that's a good thing to practice. 
um, meditation is is huge. I've heard so many people respond to how calming meditation is. And when you have a nervous system disorder, you're, I mean, you're, especially what I've seen with Parkinson's, it's very agitating, especially if you have a tremor. If you just look at someone who has a tremor, you can immediately understand how stressful that must be and how exhausting that must be. So people that I've seen that practice meditation on a regular basis, they have the ability to calm themselves down in various situations and whatever they, you know, whatever they come into in their daily lives, they have that tool always to breathe and your body immediately responds to deep breathing and it immediately calms the nervous system. So that is a huge component and attitude. Attitude is really also, I mean, it's hard to say which one of these things is the most important because they all play such a big role. Um, But I really am a strong believer uh, for anyone to practice positive thinking and to practice releasing old thought patterns that no longer serve you and that can actually cause you harm and trying to get as much as you can out of each day and everything that you do. And if you have support, that is also a huge factor. So family members, um, support group, you know, any any person that you can find that you can connect with um, to help you with any of the things I'm talking about, I think <clears throat> makes things so much easier to to do on a regular basis, to have that kind of support. So I always... I always try to link people up. Sorry, I try to link people up with um, you know other folks that that can help them with all these things that I've just mentioned. So yeah. <laughs> uh, many people tell me they have difficulty remembering to drink water. Do you have any tips mm-hmm. for them? I do, because <laughs> I hear that all the time. Um, so what I recommend uh, are sticky notes. Get some really bright sticky notes and place them in various spots around your house, places that you know you will see, the refrigerator door, your computer screen, the bathroom door, um, things like that. And then you want to also kind of move them on a semi-regular basis because your brain will get used to it and you won't really even see them after a while. And the other thing I recommend is that people fill a you know, a large water bottle or whatever it is that they like to drink out of, um, glass jar, whatever works. Have it always full and have it where you can see it. So you always have, you know, a couple different visual reminders, and that can really help. What observation have you seen from clients who participate in these various activities? I have seen... Many people come to me with a kyphotic posture, meaning the shoulders are rounded forward and they're hunched forward a little bit, leaning over. And by the end of even one class, people will walk out taller, straighter, um, feeling like they can breathe more easily, things like that. And... Obviously, it takes more than the one class, but I have seen people over time actually 
make big improvements on their posture so that I've seen people come in through the door a month later and they're walking in taller than they were when I first met them. And basically, once people start integrating um, things from the class into their daily life, that's when you're going to start to see your long-term results. And that can be you know, a range from just feeling more confident walking around. That's a, a big thing that I hear a lot is I don't feel as fearful about falling when I'm walking around. Um, people will say that they can fall asleep better. So that can be a huge issue. And also using those breathing techniques um, for if for when you wake up in the middle of the night and you have trouble getting back to sleep. Um, what else? I've heard people um, say that when they, if they do fall, that they, they know what to do. They know how to react. They know how to get up off the floor um, or make their way to a phone or things like that because that's another thing that I, I teach my clients is you know, how do you get up if you do fall? Because it can be very scary. So a lot of people, you know, will practice that in the class, those, are, those people who can get on the floor. So that, again, just boosts confidence and makes people feel like venturing out more in the world and enjoying more things because they have less fear and less stress in their bodies. So those are, those are some of the biggest things that I've, I've had for feedback from students and clients to hear all, all that kind of feedback. You are connected to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. I'm your host, Robert Rogers. My guest today is Elizabeth Armentino Bird. So, Elizabeth, do the family members and caregivers ever participate in your classes? Yes, they do. I wish I wish that they would do it more. Uh, right now, I don't have a lot of of caregivers and family members that participate, but um, one of my earlier classes had a lot of spouses or, you know, a son or a daughter would come, and it was great for so many reasons, Um, but one of the biggest reasons that I really enjoyed was having those people, the family members, notice that they needed this as well. So that kind of put a different spin on things for me, and really um, it helps me to encourage that. And, you know, it's like when you're when you're in an airplane and you get the, the lowdown from the stewardess about what to do in a change of cabin pressure, you're supposed to help yourself before you help your child, which makes sense. So if you're a caregiver... Uh, or a family member, you're probably last on the list now. And that that is something that really has to change for people so that they can also have a better quality of life and do an even better job at taking care of whoever it is they're taking care of with Parkinson's. You've provided the listening audience with an incredible list of observations you've seen of what's happened to the clients in your classes. What do the clients themselves share with you about the changes that they have noticed during class? I definitely hear probably first and foremost um, is a change in uh, mood and 
stress level. Those are probably the first two things that people will say right in the beginning. Uh, we always do a brief meditation in the beginning and with deep breathing. So right away people are, you know, they get into the zone. <laughs> and that's probably the the most common feedback that I get is that they feel when they leave the room, they feel like they accomplished something and that they got out and they did something really good for themselves. They feel better. They don't feel as stressed, as worried. And they also had that time with other people, which, you know, not not all of them get that enough. So that it also provides a little bit of a socialization with other people with Parkinson's and people swap stories and, and all that good stuff too and find out more information about what other what other people are doing. It's clear that these classes are incredible experiences for the participants. Are your students encouraged to integrate some of what they learn outside of the session? They are encouraged. <laughs> yes, definitely. That that goes along with my with my water spiel. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely another another thing that I repeat a lot is you know something like, well, when you go home and practice this, <laughs> hint hint. So, <laughs> but it has paid off. Um, I think you know once people start to try things at home, they realize, oh wow, I can feel better you know, most any day that I choose to. So people are encouraged to. Um, of course, safety is, you know, huge and top on my list. So I I definitely advise people to make sure either someone's home or someone is actually with them, you know, depending on their situation. And, um, yeah, just make sure that even if you only have five minutes, that that's okay because, it's amazing. If you spend five minutes, if anyone out there listening spent five minutes just breathing deeply, you would feel different. It's it's just true. You would feel calmer. You might feel happier. It just it does not take much effort at all to put you know to put into just adding to your self care. So um, luckily, it's working. People are doing this at home, and they're they're feeling better. And and when you practice more, you're going to feel better faster, and the benefits are going to feel more um, long-lasting. I'm pretty sure I could report that some listeners are probably already putting their sticky notes around their house, including the refrigerator <laughs> and the mirror. Now, I let's do, say I do that away, that's, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> really, let's say that's succeeding for them tomorrow and they're drinking more water, so they're really celebrating that success after listening to this radio program. Uh-huh. But tomorrow night, they get to bed, and although they got to sleep for a couple hours, all of a sudden they wake up. You said breathing techniques are helpful. Could you say a little bit more about what they need to do when they wake up and can't go back to sleep? Yeah, definitely. Well, um, if you're lying down or seated, you can just simply place your hands right at the lowest part of your abdomen, so either right on your belly button or just below one or both hands there. And as you inhale, you just want to imagine that 
your belly is expanding. You may feel it actually expand or you may not, and it does not matter. But just allow that lower abdomen to relax as you inhale, and you want to just gradually increase the amount of oxygen that you're taking into your lungs. So that maybe by breath or so, you're feeling like, yep, I probably am filling my lungs to capacity. It feels good. Start to just kind of focus on lengthening the exhalation as well. And you just continue nice and slowly with that long inhalation and long exhalation. And some people will only get to maybe breath 10 and they may be right back asleep. So that is just a very simple yet effective technique that you can try if, you, if you're having a hard time falling asleep or getting back to sleep. And hopefully I didn't put anyone to sleep just now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what support are you getting from the local community and even doctors? Well, I've been really fortunate. Um, I have the support of my students, and basically I, I would never have made the DVD that I made, the instructional DVD, um, if it weren't for my students, because they are the ones who have encouraged me to do this. So I owe them uh, just endless amounts of gratitude and thanks and Everyone is just so proud of me, and it's just really, it feels great. And I have also the support of some really great doctors in the area. Um, one of them even wrote a recommendation on my DVD, so I have that. And they are actually recommending my DVD to their patients, which is really, it's really amazing. Um, and I've been in a few local newspapers around here as well, so getting some press on that and, you know, learning learning about how to navigate all that end of things, the business end, so that's been fun. Um, yeah, just, just endless support. Um, places where I teach, of course, I, I feel very supported by them, and but mostly, mostly the students and the clients, that's where I feel the most support from Owen, my mom. <laughs> She's uh, probably number one on the list, but <laughs> right. so yeah, I'm very lucky. I'm very supported, and yeah, it feels really good to to have something that that I feel really proud of, and it's helping people. People are listening to this show who live in Great Britain, France, China, Japan, Mississippi, Washington and so forth and so on. Where are you currently practicing? Well, I am in southern Maine in the United States, and I do have classes that I have room in. Um, and the best way to find me is through the website, which is www.bewellnessforme.com. So that is one way to uh, get in touch with me. And also, if you can't make it to one of my classes, it's one of the reasons why I made this 45-minute instructional DVD. So that can also be ordered through the website um, or directly through Amazon. Could you please say your website uh, 
dress again, but spell it out very slowly for listeners. Okay. It is www.pdwellness.com. And is there a phone number people can reach you at as well? Yes, that is 207-653-3319. Although a listener who's far distant from Maine won't be able to attend your classes, they can acquire your DVD and basically see a lot of what's really going on in your classes. What prompted you to create this amazing DVD, which I understand was just released a few months ago? Yeah, it just came out in January, and it was basically, um, well, so my students could better do the, do their homework at home. That was, uh, that was definitely a big reason. And also because I really have a strong desire to get as many people moving as possible, and I obviously can't be everywhere all the time. So I thought making a seated yoga practice um, completely guided by me and where you can actually see other folks with Parkinson's doing the class. So so just so I'm better able to get the word out to people that there are things, more things maybe than you knew that you can still do rather than focusing on what's been taken away from you mobility wise. There's there's yoga and a lot of people have never tried yoga and they're doing it with Parkinson's disease so it's it's pretty amazing to see so yeah so the goal is to just reach as many people as I can get as many people moving as possible there is a link on the radio show page to Amazon where you can actually purchase the DVD if a person goes directly to Amazon what is the title of the DVD the title is called PD Yoga for Me. So that is P-D-Y-O-G-A-F-O-R-N-M-E. While the release of the DVD has been relatively new, what's been the reaction? Thankfully, it's been wonderful. <laughs> I've had, uh, yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> um I've had people write great reviews on Amazon, which is wonderful. Um, students in my classes, um, most of them all bought a copy and actually use it at home, which is great. And from my students is that it's so much like having me there with them, that they feel safe and they feel comfortable and they they know that everything that they will be instructed to do on the DVD is they can do at least, you know, a version of it themselves. So it's it's very much designed so you can modify everything yourself. So that's that's probably the biggest one right there. After listening to your discussion, I'm sure there will be many, many people who live in Maine and contiguous states who would like to be able to participate either in a group class or even have a private session. What information would you like to share with such individuals? Well, I I will do consults over the phone. So 
that would be for people who say they just don't know what they should be doing for exercise. Um, so if you do call um, the number 207-653-3319, I can certainly help people kind of figure out what where would you know be a good first step for them as far as getting exercise. Um, and I also have worked with people over Skype. So any kind of video chat can be good as well. Um, in that case, in that situation, um, I do recommend that you that the person with Parkinson's has someone there with them to help them. So I can guide people through a very full yet effective seated yoga practice. So those are some other options. Um, if you if people are interested in that and they cannot attend one of my classes or they want to know even more of what the DVD would be like without actually purchasing it. So even if a person lives in Slovakia, they can connect with you and get some support and help. Yes. <laughs> yep. I have. I've had people email me from Australia and ask me questions, and I've sold DVDs to Tasmania and uh, British Columbia and just all over the place. So it's so fun for me to to be in contact with with people from all over the world. I'm really enjoying that part of it as well. Your DVD sounds like a marvelous resource. Could you please give uh, the audience some more information about how they can order it? Sure, yep. Um, so if you go to my website, you can order it directly through the website, or you can follow the link to Amazon from the website, or just go to Amazon. So it's basically whatever is easier for you. If you already have an Amazon account, you can just go to Amazon and purchase it that way. I have also had people send me checks in the mail, and then I send them a DVD. So that is also an option. And my mailing address is P.O. Box 2525, South Portland, 04116. So that is, there's some good options there. Um, and you can also watch a clip of the DVD on my website. And the website address again? That is pdwellnessforme.com. And when you say West Portland, we're talking about Maine, not Oregon. Correct. <laughs> yeah, we're we're the first Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Some listeners are from Portland. They'll probably want to quibble with that. <laughs> now, some listeners actually have just been diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's disease. They just heard the word over the last several weeks, or family members listening might have uh, have a family member who's just been diagnosed. What would you like to say to somebody who's just been diagnosed? Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is get immediately into some kind of a support group, um, if that is at all possible. And if that's not possible, then reach out to other people in your community and try to find at least one person that you can talk to that does have Parkinson's disease. Um, I really think that it can help the newly diagnosed person not, um, you know, plummet into a depression, um, think that they're alone in this, you know, because those kinds of feelings 
um, cause stagnation. And the most important thing that you want to do when you have Parkinson's is to move as much as you can. So getting, uh, getting as much support as possible, getting into a regular exercise program as soon as possible. Um, obviously, you've already seen a neurologist if you have had the diagnosis, um, but they often will you know, prescribe your meds and, and perhaps not do a lot more than that. So it really is about, um, you know, being your own advocate and getting as much support around you as you can to help you find, you know, other resources for you, other things that will help you to complement the meds if that's what you're choosing to do and to help lessen the side effects of the meds and of the Parkinson's. So drink water, get moving, and learn how to meditate. Those would be my, my top three things right there. And also to breathe. And breathe. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When in doubt, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we forget. Elizabeth <laughs> Armentino Bird, founder and director of PD Wellness for Me. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and for all of the other listeners for taking the time to be on the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Show today. Thank you so much, Robert. I'm so excited that this worked out and that I could be on the show and learn more about what you offer. So I think you're doing an amazing service. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. And may those of you who are listening get really motivated to get this DVD. It sounds absolutely amazing. It sounds life-changing to me. So this is our 10th anniversary of Parkinson's Recovery, and if you haven't heard already, we have a new amazing website that I have just created. The website address is easy to remember. It's www.parkinsonsrecovery.me. So the word Parkinson's without an apostrophe combined together with the word recovery.me. The other website you're all familiar with, parkinsonsrecovery.com, of course, is still up and running and still there and has access to all of the other websites that we support and maintain. This is our new website that consolidates all of the programs that we offer into one sweet, simple place. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the uh, men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact you're listening to this radio show today, that you indeed are on the road to recovery. May your week be magnificent. Good day. <laughs>